What's up, everyone? We are back in the bar. Indie Creators, how's it going? It's, well, I'm, I'm doing great. I don't know how you... How are you doing, Arshan? I'm phenomenal. That was John Baltz. My name is Arshan, and we're, we're back. We, we have a great show for you today. Um, uh, we had a little discussion with our good friend, Grace Weber. Um, shortly after this podcast, she actually won the Artist on the Verge Prize at New Music Seminar here in New York City. So that's a pretty big deal, and we're really excited to have her on. She talks well, about... Hold on, hold on. Because who, who, last year was Action Bronson. Yeah. Who won this award? And he's been on to bigger and better things. Starting, it's kind of a big deal. He's starting rap beefs and hanging out with Mario Batali now. This yeah. Is, so I, Grace is going to have a beef with another soul singer and maybe uh, a celebrity chef friend. That's true. If, That's if true. we're going to keep it going. What we're trying to say is, if you haven't heard of her yet, you're going to hear about her soon. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But before we get to our conversation with Grace, let's take care of some business. Uh, the Indie Creators Podcast, as always, is brought to you by Indie Music, the Go global rights administration network that is helping independent artists all over the globe collect money everywhere they can that they normally can't, basically. So if you have a YouTube SoundCloud, Vessel, Daily Motion account, and you're thinking, hey, what am I going to do with this? Contact Indie Music. We'll have a link for you in the description where you can find those guys. And we always, as always, thank you for their support. Thanks a lot, everyone. Yeah. Enjoy the show. It's, it's kind of, they are actually doing a small music festival in Liberty, New York. Yeah, Sweet. they've got some bands playing. They're doing it in a barn. Should be pretty cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the is outlier that, guys know what they've got going on. Is that okay. the town that it was in, Liberty? No, it's not. I think it was, what was it, Middlebrook, New uh, York? Wood, Woodridge. Woodridge, Woodridge, New York. Woodridge, Woodridge New York. Yeah. Um, That's right. Are we recording? Yeah, we're, of course we're recording. Awesome. All right. Always record. Tenacious <laughs> D taught me that. So we've started. We're here in the bar with the fabulously talented... Grace Weber, Hello. welcome. Hey guys, how's it going today? It's good. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. It's a hot summer day. Oh my what gosh. is it? June. It is June. Yeah, we're June. in the middle of Northside Festival here in Brooklyn, and so we've got bands and not bands and other <laughs> musical artists and a few tech people out here. And yeah, everyone's having a, a grand old time. All kinds of fun stuff. And we thought it'd be a good time to catch up with our good friend, Grace. She's got a couple shows coming up in the city. She has her new album out, The Refinery. Uh, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, make sure to go grab it. Um, but yeah, Grace, how's, how's it going? How have you been since we last saw each other? You've done a, a bunch of shows. You've been touring a lot. Yeah, life has been really good. We got to do, um, so the band and I have been touring. You can come, yeah, come get right closer. on that microphone. <laughs> that microphone wants to hear you so Hello. bad. Uh, the band and I have been touring around the country. Um, we did Art Basel in December. Nice. Open for Very cool. FKA Twigs and James Blake, which was like nuts. Um, and I got to hang out with James Blake, which kind of made my entire year. So that alone was like a win. Um mm. But uh, yeah, beyond that, we did um, the BuzzFeed Holiday Party, which was amazing, opening for Bad Rabbits. Um, 
did Sundance Film Festival, performed out there, um, went out to Seattle, did some shows there, um, and just have been like going from coast to coast um, doing shows, which has been incredible. That's so it's amazing. It's been really, yeah. really good. Yeah, the album's really like taken off pretty quickly, I yeah. think. And it was like, it's a lot, of, a lot of success coming from that, but we wanted to sort of like give people a, a bigger picture of like where, where Grace came from. We know that you're from Wisconsin, right? Mm -hmm. yep. But how did, how, did, how did this all start? What made you want to like be a recording artist? Is, was there a moment? Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> this is the answer I always give, but okay. I don't remember starting to sing. It just was like talking for me. Right. I mean, and my parents used to say that I would sing around the house, like everything that I was doing, I would sing in songs. I'd be like, now I'm walking to the bathroom and now I'm putting on a shirt and now I'm putting on my shoes. My son started to do that. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you think I, about I it? Hope, <laughs> I hope he puts out a good album. Um, right? I don't know. Uh, no, it's 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 great. It's a really cool. I don't know. It's it's great to see him expressing himself like that at is, such a young age. Is one son or do you one have, son? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. My my older siblings would like yell at me to stop. They'd be like, "Shut up! Please stop singing." So he's lucky that he has two um, parents that are not discouraging. Oh him. no, we yell at him. We yell at him a lot, you all know, the time. No, you're like, oh, no, I wait. mean, I feel like you have to Im imbue some darkness oh, into yeah. into oh, yeah. into someone's art. Yeah. Uh, so we we try real hard to make sure that he's <laughs> well properly <rooted>. stifled. But <laughs> it sounds like your parents encouraged your singing. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they were they were amazing. My my mom came from a family of, or comes from a family of 10 kids and my grandpa was a musician. Uh, so he made all of his kids learn an instrument growing up. So it was kind of like the Von Trapp family band a little bit in nice. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So what did, your, what, did, what did your mother play then? My mom played violin. Ah, yes. that's a good one. Not fiddle? Violin? Not fiddle. I think it's just straight violin. Okay. There is a difference. <laughs> is there a difference in There's the actual a, instrument? Like, no, is it, it's the same it's instrument. It's, it, all, it's but... all in the, the swagger of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was actually wondered if, there, if you like if there was a slight difference in the actual way you did the strings or no, no it's just swag. It's just it's something, swag that, or... something that bluegrass musicians uh, had to throw at it. Violin sounds too highfalutin. It does. Why not call it but a fiddle? Fiddle. What's a viola? Fiddling. It's a slightly larger and bassier violin. So that's something mm -hmm. different. That, that is something, is, different. Yeah. something different. That was the first instrument that I ever played. Oh. Yeah. Cool. So me, so me and your mom have something kind of in common. Yeah, just all we need is a cello and cello, another violin, yeah, so, and then so we've so got a violins. quartet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Harp. Yes. What about a harp? Um, a harp that's not in a string quartet. It's not. No, be, not traditionally. What does that sound like with so, strings? Well, and a harp. have you ever performed with a string quartet, or have you yeah. ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, totally. I mean, it's it's the most beautiful thing to sing with a string quartet mm -hmm. because, you know. Um, String instruments are acoustic sure. instruments, and so when the human voice is sort of blending with um, these beautiful wood instruments, it mm -hmm. always gives me so much inspiration when I'm singing. Um, I actually, it's going to come out soon, but I did this thing with Nylon. Um, oh, nice. About a month ago, um, they have this series called Singing in the Shower, and it's like their version of Tiny Desk, sort of, <laughs> but it's... They decided to uh, film musicians acoustically in cool bathrooms. Like that's becoming their thing, which is I think is really sweet. So they asked me to do it, and I was like, oh. It's, so we found this really cool um, bathroom that had this like huge um, 
claw-tooth tub in the middle of the, the bathroom and like these beautiful tiles and it's like the lights were beautiful and it was big enough that you could fit a string quartet in it <laughs> and I was like well if we're gonna do this why don't we just do this big and so um yeah. we filmed my song till I hurt you with a string quartet um and a keyboard in this bathroom and so that should be coming out um in the next like couple weeks or something yeah, but that, that was an interesting was experience crescendos in it. it must have sounded amazing yeah it was string quartet yeah and like the acoustics of the bathroom were really good and it was pretty cool i mean like the silly part of it is that it's like a really intense deep song and where i was literally standing in the bathtub in the mm -hmm. middle of the room so I don't is, is that the song with the the video with the big with, skirt yeah with the big yeah, dress yeah if you guys yeah. haven't seen that video till i hurt you you have to check it out online right now grace is wearing this incredible skirt that, what was the diameter on that thing? I think it was 35 feet. 35 feet. <laughs> yeah. Far too much fabric. <laughs> so I much. think it's just the right amount. I've, it's, <laughs> well, it's an it's a, it, well, the video is beautiful. Um, but yes, go to Grace's YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. will find it. Subscribe. Like. I'm sorry. I got into a YouTube mode. <laughs> there was YouTube like, mode? How dare you? Yeah. Not, not for the podcast. So uh, parents encouraged singing growing up. Yeah. Did you did you sing in church? Did you sing in school? Yes, yeah, so I started out singing in school. Um, when I was in second grade, I sang at the talent show. Um, nice. I sang a Celine Dion song. Which one? Um, because you loved me. Nice. I was like, you know, I practiced for weeks. I did pee in my pants on stage, but I was wearing black pants. So it was fine. No, you were too. See, no, I was seven. Oh, so no. I was like, right. <laughs> not okay. But like, I remember like walking on, and I was like, oh my god, I'm peeing in my pants right now. Oh my god, but, but everything's fine. But then, then I but just blacked out. But at seven, out. you had already learned the performance pro tip of right. always wear black. Always wear black <laughs> yeah. and always just black. keep your cool. It hides the pee. It hides the pee. You Fergie know, never learned that, but you did at a young age. <laughs> did Fergie pee in her pants? Once? Yeah. What? Oh yeah, I'm now I'm distantly remembering that. Yeah, it was like it was like one of the big like internet. Remember, remember the beginning yeah. of virality. Yeah. And when like the muffin guy, or, like and the <laughs> shoes guy. You remember this? Yes. Oh, the shoes guy. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. Then we'll get back to <laughs> Celine Dion because you love me. Um, e bombs world. Mm -hmm. Remember mm -hmm. this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, so. Um, what is the song? Oh no, I forget. That was like the first viral video that I remember. Is it was... Magical Trevor? No, but it was a guy singing about a girl named. Um, na, 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 here we go again. Bye. It's like, oh shoot. Oh, okay, well, if anyone's listening, you know, it's like the skinny white dude that's singing a song about. It, it later in the podcast, I'll, okay. it'll come to Maybe me. We'll have our research department. Yeah, we should have a research and department. And the thing, the problem is though, that I've like tried to. Um, I've brought this up every time. Someone talks about the early days of viral videos, and yeah. no one knows what I'm talking about. So I'm just trying to put it as far out as I can. Do you can think it was just really popular among your circle Maybe, of friends? Maybe that's a little more like in my head. I thought it was a thing. <laughs> there were a lot of random things on eBombs. I remember discovering those GI Joe parodies oh, on yeah. eBombs World. Yeah, this, right. this is more of a guy thing, though. It's just okay. like it was the old GI Joe public service announcements, and people would overdub them, yeah. oh. and those were fun. That was the first bad lip reading, yeah, of the internet. Head smash, yep. yeah, yeah, ah. yeah. So the I guess the performance went well regardless. Yeah, yeah. So the, I mean, that, the second grade performance was the first time, and I've said this a lot too, but it really like it stuck with me because my um, teacher came up to me after I sang, and she like was crying. And as a seven-year-old, I was like, oh, my God, why are you crying? What did I do? And she was like, you know, your voice moved me so much that I brought tears to my eyes. And I remember thinking, like, whoa, that 
you know, I've made the, the connection for the first time that music and emotion were really connected in a really powerful thing and that, like, I might have the, you know, um, a voice that could um, help people in some way or, or could evoke emotion, yeah. you know? And so that was kind of the first time that I was like, whoa, I love, this is like a, be- music is beautiful. I love singing. So there was a moment. You, did, yeah, you sort of had a... Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to pinpoint it to something, it would be that moment because it was my first time singing on stage and it was the first time that it was just like I got the is that the first time you brought someone to tears what with your performance I guess so yeah no yeah because I mean that was yeah but um and then I guess I guess your siblings were angry about it yeah they were probably crying of in like please you know in in pain right back in the day but um I used to tell them I'd be like my sassy little seven year or five-year-old self would be like Fine, I'll stop singing, but you'll you won't get any tickets to my show when I'm <laughs> when I'm a star, and so that was my like comeback to the to the siblings. Yeah, but you but you've gotten your siblings tickets to your shows, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they've we, got, we've and they've, come we've to mended see you. our our wounds. That's now. good. That's so good to hear. <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah, and like fast forward to now, you're playing shows at Bowery Ballroom. Mm-hmm. You've done all those this big tour. Um, refineries out. So are you are you working on a new album now? Yeah. Yeah, I am, awesome. which is exciting. How's that going so far? It's going great. I, I'm trying. Um, I'm trying to make like a specific statement with this. I think it's going to be an EP, and okay. I don't mean statement like it's about. I don't know drugs. Power. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I like that. That's the first thing you went to. What, what do people make statements about? Drugs. Uh, drugs. drugs. <laughs> Everyone's talking about drugs these days. War on drugs. Yeah, yes, we're the war on that. drugs. The, ba- the band. The government. Faulty man thing. accepted grace. I did. I just right. accepted grace before we started. In my brain. I said that we could talk about it. Right. I know. And we still can. But okay. So. Um, is, is it definitely an EP, maybe an EP, going well, to get in there, record things, and see what happens? Yeah, or? I'm going in with the mentality that it'll be an EP or like a short record. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I have this problem, or I don't know if it's a problem, but I tend to um, write in a lot of different styles, and I love a lot of different types of music, and I love singing different um, types of music. To me, it all falls under the category of soul, because whether it's like more rock leaning or um, more gospel sounding or more R&B or more pop soul. I, I think it fits under that umbrella fine in my head, but I think, you know, an issue that we've had with the refinery is like when we play it for somebody or we, we played it for iTunes in San Francisco. So we met with, met with them a couple months ago and I was like, okay, I'm going to play you like the four um, biggest songs off the record that kind of give you a range of what the record is like. So we played the song Oil and Gold a song called uh, Perfect Stranger, um, As Long As I Wander, and then Till I Hurt You, those four songs. Yeah. And the person from iTunes was like, oh my gosh, I really love this, but I, I feel like, okay, I would put Till I Hurt You with like maybe country or like pop, and then I would take As Long As I Wander and put that in the indie category, and then I would have Perfect Stranger be pop, but then I would have Oil and Gold be like R&B soul. And she was like, so I don't know how to place the record in one genre and like market it right. It's a classic music person that wants to box you in. Well, one genre. yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like it's so not fair. That's that's I the mean, music industry working against art. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's like I've been fighting it, sort of like no, it all works together. Because in the show, the live shows, it's like no one ever brings that up. It's always like. 
yeah. it's just music, you know? But I think I do, I mean, whether or not I agree with it, I'm kind of coming to this point where I'm like, okay, for my next thing, I'm going to try really hard to make a very specific sound. Because I do think, like, you know, if you hear um, someone like, if you hear um, Banks, you know, you right. hear one of Banks' songs, and then you kind of, like, decide that her music sounds like what you heard, and if you're going to, like, be a fan of hers, maybe you're expecting to get stuff that falls into exactly what For that sure. is. And I think that maybe as an artist, you do need to, like, um, focus yourself a little bit more to help, I think, like, album by album to help people, to help bring people into your fan base. Yeah, but I don't know. I also feel like a lot of times that's just also, like, marketing telling you that this artist is that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it may that's not true. always be true. But, like, I definitely... I get what you're saying. I feel like I've, I've seen a lot of your live shows and I listen to the record and I feel like there's definitely an overarching vibe of just like soulfulness coming out. And mm-hmm. It's like, and at, but at its core, they're all very well-crafted songs from the beginning. And one of my favorite parts about your live shows is when you tell people how you came up with either the idea for the song or when you started writing that song, whether it was you on the subway or you just like thinking about something that happened to you that day and then you got this idea and then you then words came out. So mm-hmm. is this EP coming about the same way? Are you sitting down and writing or are, the, or are these ideas coming to you organically, like sort of like at random moments throughout the city or throughout the tour? Yeah, I mean, it's still coming to me. The ideas for the songs are still coming like sort of randomly. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times songs start, uh, for me, I'll, I'll just get like words and a melody together at the same time. And then it'll either like, be something that's directly related to something that just happened and then like a song comes into my head and it's like words and melody for like either the whole chorus or just like one part of a verse or sometimes it'll be like really random and I'll be like oh what what is that song about or or like and you know should I is this something and I usually try to finish it in that moment sometimes it feels like oh like something I don't know what is supposed to happen but like in in my day or in the next month, but it feels like I can't write this song until that thing happens that sort of like shows me the rest of the mm-hmm. song, if that makes any sense. It it's almost like yeah, I have does, to have an experience yeah. that's like, oh, that's the chorus, because I had that experience to help me finish that. Um, but I'm doing a lot more co-writing right now to try to like open up my um, musical ears to working with different people and seeing like if there's something that I haven't tapped into that... Mm-hmm. I might tap into working with someone um, else. So I've been doing a lot of that. Um, well, what is yeah. what has that process been like for you as far as working with other people? And it's so and what and as far as the results go, how are you liking that? I love it. I mean, it's sort of like speed dating because, <laughs> especially because my manager is really great at hooking up um, these songwriting sessions, which has been incredible. And so I've been able to do a lot of them. And um, you like because there are so many songwriters and everybody is trying to find songwriting partners you know a a partner that um you work really well together with so when you're writing a song not only i mean if the song turns out great then that's the only thing that matters but it's also this sort of like you have like four hours to like get to know each other on the deepest level because you're like exposing your soul to somebody and it's so it's but you just that just is the way it is so you like go in the room and especially work when working with really like 
you know, songwriter pros, like a lot of, there's tons of songwriters in LA and then a lot in Nashville. And, but it's like within five, you just kind of like, Hey, what's up? How's it going? No small talk. Just like right into like, okay, well, so I was working on this, um, this melody and, you know, or I was working on this beat. Why don't you check it out? You just like dive right into the song. And then all of a sudden you're (laughs) both talking about like your most personal experiences, but, but you, but everyone is just like, or everyone in the room, or if it's just you and the other person, it's just like this understood level of like, we, yes, we don't know each other, but we're going to make a songwriting baby together. And like, that's just what we're here to do. I like that. <laughs> songwriting so, baby yeah. is very romantic. <laughs> I, I feel like you get, you get sort of get a sense pretty quickly whether or not you're going to mesh with that person. Like kind yeah. of, maybe not like immediately, but you, you kind of know pretty quick, right? Yeah, I think mm. so. Because I think that, I mean, sometimes it's a battle to, I, I don't know. I've been having different experiences for every okay. um, one, but my favorite are the ones that, um, you know, you come out with an entire song, like everyone's super stoked about it. You know, all the lyrics are done. The melody's done. You have a demo done after like six hours tops of working together. And then you How just, often does that happen? I mean, that's happened to me like... I mean, in the past, probably like three or four times or five times. Seems like catching lightning in a bottle. That's the only reason I I know. But I mean, it's happened like maybe twice that where I'm like super stoked about the song. And then a couple other times where it's like, okay, cool. We have this this demo now and I feel like there's a lot of possibilities with it and um, it needs more work. But like we're 75% of the way there. Skeleton's there. Yeah. And then the hardest one is when like, you know when you're working with someone, especially someone that like is either like a legendary songwriter or a famous songwriter (laughs) and you go in as an artist and you're like, Oh my God, I really want to impress this person and like make them think that I'm a good songwriter, which is not the right way to go into songwriting. Name drop. Name drop. I can't. I can't do (laughs) it. I mean, I could, but like, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, but, um, we'll we'll get to it. Paul would mind. Oh, right. Just, right? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm trying to call Sir Paul. <laughs> Sir Paul was fine with it. Um, no, I mean, I'm which, by the way, yeah. he could he could do worse, right? I mean, come on, Paul. I mean, let's yeah. Come on. Yeah, seriously, right? Hey, Paul, let's. That would be. I actually would just sit there and just like look at him in awe, and just, <laughs> I would be. I wouldn't have anything to say. I'd just be like, nope, those, no, no idea. I, I wouldn't either because just the thought of. Paul McCartney listening to our podcast this is a pretty yeah. mind blowing oh thing. Oh my god! Gotta see what those indie music guys are up to. Please I go into every us. podcast assuming Paul is listening. So is yeah, that why you dress way, so nice? That's like a good yeah. bar to set for yourself. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah. You always have to assume the highest. Yeah. Well, is he the highest? I don't know. Who knows? Paul, Mc- yeah. um, Paul McCartney and Kanye. <laughs> together together um one Forever. thing that i've always wondered and you know this i love your band the mm-hmm. guys that you played with that at our show in the woods and a lot of the shows i've seen you at when do you um typically bring in the other instruments like when, when you're writing by yourself or with a partner do mm-hmm. you sit at a piano and at, at what point do you start to orchestrate the kind the the music or or bring the other in, the instrumentalists yeah in the fold so it depends again on like the the type of session I'm doing. So if I'm if I'm playing something or writing something alone, I'll write it on guitar, piano usually. And then the first time that we have a show that I feel like we can try cuz I like to try out new songs at shows if I can before we go into the studio, which I didn't really do for the refinery because 
I, I wasn't really like in a place to do that. But now after playing the refinery live so much, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've learned so much about the songs post recording it because of the live versions that we did that I have this new perspective on how I want to like make, you know, test songs yeah. basically. And because is you know, that, is that based on how the audience connects with the songs or how the, how the different musicians are bringing their own. Uh, yep. Both, both, okay. totally. Especially because, like, I love the guys that I play with, too. And I, I don't get to play with those guys 100% all mm-hmm. the time because they all play in different bands, too. But I see my band. There's, like, one core group of guys that I see as the band. And when we all get together, like, <laughs> every time we get together, you know, if we haven't played together in a while, everyone's like, oh, the band's all back together. The game's <laughs> all here. And it's just, like, it feels like a family reunion, which is so awesome. So it's uh, Elliot... Elliot, uh, James, Mike, um, Shauna, and then we've sort of been rotating the keys. uh, So, (laughs) did did Shauna sing with you at? So Lauren and I saw you at that church in Austin. Yes. Yeah. 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 The acoustics in there were unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Oh my god, you sounded so good in that room. Oh, thanks. Beautiful. That was that Shauna. That was Shauna. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Yeah, and then that was an amazing show. Oh, thank you. That that was. I I grew up singing in church too, and so like hearing my voice inside of a church um, resonant chamber like Mm -hmm. makes me feel like I'm connected to my truest self, sort of. And um, that's the one thing churches do really well is make very nice rooms with good acoustics. Yeah, it's probably the best thing that church does. Yeah. (laughs) And helping poor people. And and helping poor people. (laughs) And helping poor people. And acoustics. (laughs) That's that's what it's all about. But no, I I, I was just just going to throw in, because it seems like every member of your band is the most obscenely talented musician that I've ever seen. I know, it's true. It's, it's, (laughs) no. That's why we like, we can't. I, you know, they, I have to let them fly, let them fly to their of like course. destiny. You can't, so, you can't chain those birds down. No, I can't. And it's true. Like that is exactly how I feel. And that's why the band, that's why we all get along so great is because it feels like we all are like artists coming together and yeah. like creating this. Right. I and I just, I feel like insanely lucky that I've gotten to play with them and that I can, t- every time I get them all together, it's like, my, I, I literally am giddy. I'm like smiling. Yeah. If you see me before shows, you'll just like, I look like a little kid because I'm so happy. I mean, that's the best part about music is when everyone's working together, it's like you're all just trying to create the best music possible and you're all working towards the same goal and it, and it ends up coming out awesome. But then yeah. I, think, yeah, I think that's the other part that's really, that I appreciate just because I've, you know, I've played with a lot of different people and it's very difficult, even with the most talented musicians, finding people that that chemistry is there, that you yeah. can have that spark and really uh, everyone comes together to add something to the songs as opposed to trying to play over each other and, you know, listening totally. to each other. Yeah. It's all about listening. I'm Just like relationships that. are, Sean. <laughs> He's looking at me funny. So I, I haven't <laughs> learned that part yet about relationships. It's all learning. <laughs> We're all learning together right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I suppose so. Um, yeah, that was, that was one of the funnest part about parts about being in the woods that week. Yeah. Um, we've, we've had, um, for the listeners out there that don't know, we, we did a, a little video series in Woodridge, New York. We were just Woodridge. actually talking yeah. about this. At the, at top, the top of the show, yeah. Yeah, we, we, took, we took Grace out in, into, a, I guess it's close to, it's like an hour from where they did Woodstock? Yes, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. in, it's in the foothills of the Catskill Mountains. It's close 
to nothing. It's uh, yeah, it's it's close to nothing. But the the we we did a, a few different performances. Uh, we took a bunch of other bands up there too. But the I think the the highlight of that weekend was the campfire, sitting around that campfire, oh, and yeah. everyone just like singing songs that they really wanted to sing and 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 just like doing like what they love about music. And yeah. I remember Grace and every member of her band, they all just like had one more thing to do that was more incredible than the last thing. That's true. And it was, happened. It, was the, it was the best part of the week. That was a lot of fun. Oh, it was so much fun. That's, <laughs> I want to live at that um, yeah. studio. At Outlier, right? Outlier, Out, Inn. Outlier Inn. Yeah, I mean, it, it was like, that's my ideal um, it, my like ideal place to make a record that sort of setting you know and and the fact that like on that land you know there's places where you can record places where you can rehearse places to sleep and then just like enjoy nature and that's when I'm playing music in settings like that I feel like I mean that and churches <laughs> I yeah, feel like I'm just sure. like nature you're just doing your natural church. thing by like, making music yeah nature yeah. is its own church I'm not religious I don't want to like I mean I am really, no, no. I'm spiritual all of my, all of my spirituality <laughs> revolves around music like if yeah, I, yeah like yeah. it's like seeing um like if I if I see like Keith Moon's drumstick, I'm like, that's magic. Yes. That's right there. Or you walk into certain recording studios where certain songs were recorded that you've, you know, feel connected to. I feel like that, that gets put into the walls and that's yeah. like you, you can feel that energy when you walk in Yeah. or maybe I'm insane. I don't know. No, no. I mean, I think, and, and I think religion is beautiful too. And, but, and, and for me, just like, spirituality for me is all about energy. So music is like the quintessential um, form of energy that I think, you know, helps connect people from all different walks of life. You know, whether you're speaking the same language or not, or whether, you know, wherever you come from, like a, a rhythm and a, a sound, if it's played with emotion and truth, like resonates with everybody. Absolutely. And that's what I think is so, so beautiful about music. I like that. A sound played with emotion and truth. That's a very good line. <laughs> I, I almost feel like we have to end, but I don't, we can't. No, no, no. That was just such a beautiful dismount. Okay. Um. <laughs> um, so uh, coming up the, uh, after this next album comes mm-hmm. out, what's, um, I want to say what's next, but I hate, I, I know I hate asking that. It's an awkward question. It's like, like, you know, what, what do you want from everything else? But are, would you, would you like, be looking towards a national tour oh yeah um, yeah 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 <laughs> i'm like oh yeah no if i could be performing live like every day of the year that's what i would want to do so my most specific goal is to get to a place where i can be touring um the country and the world you know yeah. with sold out venues so whether the venues are 200 person venues or you know bigger yeah 2000 or, yeah or, yeah then whatever I could be, you know, I could make a living doing that. And that's like what the place I want to get to. And we're close kind of, but we, we still have a a little bit to go to get to like that sort of stability. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the two shows coming up. There's one at the studio at Webster Hall, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, Bowery Ballroom. Yes. With Shadow Boxers. Yes. Yeah. Is that your first time playing with those guys? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I saw that. So I discovered them when Justin Timberlake tweeted out their cover of, um, what was it? Uh, not sexy back. Um, Crimey River. 
Push Your Love Girl, I think, right? Yeah. There you go. That yeah. was Lauren, by the way. Hey. <laughs> Lauren, who's, fill, who's filling in as our fact checker and research yeah, in the right? background. She, she knows all there is to know about Justin. So. Yeah. And, oh, really? Well, and just and honestly, just about music. Cause, so Lauren uh, in, in, in the office now. is, yeah, you're a part of this now, Lauren. Uh, Don't cover your she, face. It's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take pictures of you, though. We'll, we'll make this. Uh, really embarrassing. Uh, no, but Lauren uh, is the one person around here who will constantly update everyone in the office with all of the shows that are happening around town. Nice. Giving us our, our, our RSVP alerts, introducing us to the coolest music. Making us feel cool. Making, <laughs> no, making me look cool to other people when I bring up the bands that Lauren introduces me to. Awesome. So, yeah. Nice. We love nice. you, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that, that 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 should be an awesome show. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. I thought when I saw that they, um, so they announced the show maybe like three months ago or something. I think so, or, yeah. And yeah. I saw that they didn't have an opener, and I was like, oh my god, I want to open for them. Like I think mainly because, I mean, a I love their music, and b because I think it'd be an amazing show. Like yeah. the yeah. the two of our sounds together, I think would just be Completely a nice works. treat for people. So I was like, we gotta make this happen. So. We just reached out to them and they were like, yeah, for sure. Um, and I have some mutual friends with them too. So I'm pretty, pretty stoked about nice. it. Yeah. I, I feel like um, in the near future, we're going to be seeing Grace playing at some big festivals. I and I feel like so. the, a lot of people are going to be really happy to see that. I think next year. I'm going to call it. Yeah. All right. I'm calling it right now. Next year. <laughs> honestly, like... The festival world is going to get taken by storm. Your channel, since... The number of subscribers you've gotten since we started, you know, our friendship and working with you, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of blown away by it. And it's, it's on the strength of the refinery. Like that, that record did really well in the video content you've put out. And I feel like a lot of people need to see you live. And once they do, yeah. Thank you. You gotta, you gotta convert them to take it back to religion. I you gotta, know. <laughs> you gotta well, convert the, live, the people. Yeah. The live show is like, and that's what, you know, I recorded the refinery like two and a half years ago, actually, and we didn't release it until October or not, maybe not two and a half, maybe like a solid two years ago. I don't know. Anyways, but we released it October 2014. So like, I'm so happy with it and I love it, but we've, we grew so much since recording it that the live show, I feel like, is this experience that if, if I can share that with as many mm-hmm. people as possible, like, that's where I want to live as an artist anyway. Yeah. We're thinking about maybe doing some sort of live release. Well, there's, release there's or... some really good stuff. I meant to mention this earlier. The, um, the audio tree sessions you did yeah. are really good. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to go one better than that. I'm sorry <laughs> to, to, to step over they're, you. They're amazing. Yeah, that's, Thanks. that's I feel like that's a pretty accurate representation of how... Well, and that's that's also all the guys too. Yeah, <laughs> that's really true. Yeah, totally. So that and that's actually a really good point because Audio Tree was something that I really wanted to do because also of what I just said. Yeah. Who else did it? Audio Tree work with Audio Tree. Oh, you do? Yeah, oh, yeah. sweet. Oh, they're the nicest people mm-hmm. ever. Oh, Have you met them? Great. Have you yeah. gone to Chicago and seen the um video? Oh my gosh, yeah. it's so great. Yeah, they're Amazing. So does this mean that there's going to be a live album coming up in the future? I don't know. I don't know. I don't like that was a plan of ours. And then we and then we were like, oh, maybe we don't have the time or resource. Maybe we should just like focus on the next thing instead of trying to do a live record. And um, but then since we did the audio tree and a couple other live videos, we were like, 
Well, maybe that's good enough. So I still, like, it's not as much of a thing as it was probably like a month ago, but it still exists in my my thoughts. Okay, so, maybe. so just the same, um, Ben Swank, Ben Blackwell, Jack White, the rest of the people over at Third Man Records, if you're listening, <laughs> there needs to be a Blue Room session with Grace. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know phenomenal. what that is. That would be phenomenal. Cool. I'll book it. I'll book it tomorrow. Yeah. How can we make this happen? Do that. Gary? <gasps> Gary? Gary. Is this Gary real thing? What is, that, what is this? The, I don't even know what that oh, is. The, oh, third, third Man, they, um, they'll do live performances sweet. in their studio, and then they cut each of their live, the live shows to vinyl. Oh, my God. And then there's, really? there's limited edition uh, black and blue split vinyl, and then there's regular black vinyl, and there's really cool photography that goes along oh with gosh. it. But the artists that they pick are not on your level. Uh, <laughs> but they're great. No, it's and it's it's a really cool series. So I think I don't. I think it'd be a good. Oh, that would be amazing. amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If if the, if anyone's listening, if you guys are, <laughs> I would love to do that. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, at, at Grace Weber on Twitter. Is that right? Oh, uh, it's at Grace Weber Music. Yeah, at yeah. Grace Weber Music on Twitter. <laughs> and then, All right. There I, we go. And then before we go, I wanted to also point everyone's attention to the duets series you do on your channel. Also. Yeah. 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 The uh, we were watching earlier the. The, uh, the Beatles cover you did Oh, yeah, yeah. That was beautiful. Well, and actually, um, Jameson mm-hmm. is a drummer. Um, yeah. And he is releasing a record on, I believe, Concord is the label, but I'm not positive. But he's releasing a record um, June 23rd, I think. Um, and it's going to be amazing. Jameson is, like, one of the most musical people I've ever met. Yeah, Just, your voices together were, was perfect. When he's playing drums on all the shows at the end of June, because oh, James nice. is going oh, to wow. London, and so um, Jameson is going to be playing for everything happening at the end of June. So he'll be singing. So actually, like the band that's going to be the end of June, it, everybody sings, and everybody is actually almost a solo artist yep. too. <laughs> so it's going to be like we should mention everyone else's band. So Jameson, yeah. he, he's a solo artist. Yep, yep. Jameson Ross. Okay. Um, and then, and there's then a Elliot. Elliot Skinner. Third story? Yep, they ran third story, and they're like blowing up right now, which is incredible. Yeah, well, um, yeah and the strength of that they covered a Sam Smith song, yeah. and then they've been doing a bunch of other stuff on YouTube. You that has been getting a lot of notoriety. Elliot doing stay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and it's awesome because when the when the third story video blew up, then people started searching for Elliot videos, and I think the stay cover is like. One of the only other, well, he has some videos, but there aren't very many of Elliot. There's not a lot. I remember we were watching his uh, Kennedy Center his Kennedy Honors Center. video. Oh, yes. Oh, Kennedy it's Center on YouTube. Honors. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's him when he was like, I think like 18. Really? Maybe. Oh, is he singing Autumn Leaves? Is what? Is he singing Autumn Leaves? I don't know. I'm going so. to say yes. But yeah, it's really yes. good though. Yeah, I know. Oh man. Yeah, there's some stuff that the two of us did. That's on there that in like the depths of YouTube that you shouldn't find because it's like we. Were so if you find yourself tipsy. in a Grace Weber YouTube rabbit hole, you might find it. No, but just you, turn turn yeah. away. And then Mike, we can't forget Mike. Mike. Yeah, Mike Squalante um, is a guitar player and singer, um, and he's been playing with Melanie Martinez for the past year too. Awesome. Um, who's from The Voice? Right on. And it's actually so funny because at the Webster Hall show, my set is um, so it's part of New Music Seminar. Mm-hmm. And I'm part of um, like the top three on the verge or whatever. Um, yeah. Which is cool. Oh, do you know? Or, oh, you guys are 
Well, yeah, well, we can talk later about that, but I may have been part of the selection committee. <laughs> oh, sweet, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All of no a sudden, a podcast has become some sort of grand the conspiracy. The best part is that I didn't nominate you. Someone already had. Oh, I nice. I just seconded it. So many people in New Music 7 are lovely. Oh, that's very nice. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Mike is playing with me from like 10.15 to 10.15. 45 and then melanie is playing from 10 45 to 11 15 or something and i texted mike and i was like wait shit like how oops shoot um you can can do that this is in radio you can say fuck you can say whatever you want go wild it's gonna get real dark good oh yeah um yeah no mike we were just texting he was like i'm just gonna have to book it i don't know what else there is to do so he's really playing like he'll walk onto the stage with melanie just like sweating but um yeah, so Mike, and he's also working on a musical right now, which a is musical. like, yeah, and it's amazing. So Love it. you will hear about it at some point. I don't know exactly. They're in, still in the writing stage, okay. but they have like okay. the, some investors now. Some like people are buzzing about it. It's called Lucifer, and it's the story mm. of the Bible through the devil's perspective. So like, I guess a little bit of like wicked, um, you know, the... Yeah. Sounds like, it sounds like Gnosticism. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Okay. Wait, is that, wait, is that a musical? No, I mean, I know no, what Gnosticism, Gnosticism is. Gnosticism is, is a sect of Christianity that is the, the, like, in the most distilled down form, is that the God of the Bible is actually the devil, and oh. that the devil of the Bible is actually the good guy. Oh. Because he's the one who gave humans free will, and he kills a lot less people in the Bible. And so oh, the Catholic Church kind of buried that sect of Christianity. Huh. Uh, this has become a very religion-heavy podcast all of a sudden. But it's, no, I don't I don't know. It's a fun uh, thought yeah, it's experiment. It's actually really interesting. And, and I mean, and I'm super cute. So I was thinking about the musical today for some reason, and because I was texting with Mike, and I was thinking like, okay, in some ways, like the thought of like, okay, let's tell the story, a story of the Bible through the devil's perspective. Like you would think, oh yeah, that could be a cool musical, but I'm like, how the hell do the, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> how do, who do they pull that off? Like without offending people, but like still it's going to be edgy. I know that. And I think it's like a little funny and, but without being like too religious or like, you know, and Mike is trying to find that like, balance between all of those things yeah. and so i think it's going to be really cool i think you should not be afraid of offending people i think I, that's I think true you have to maybe go he's in. not i mean i'm sure that they're they're getting i mean i know it's really really good and i know that they're super excited about nice. it and so anyways when, yeah. once it's on broadway everyone go check it out that's amazing yeah grace thank you so much thank you for so, having so me so wait before before we go grace um for anyone who's listening, how can they find you? Um, yeah. Where are you on, on the internet? It's all Grace Weber music um, with one B. So like put an at in front of it or a slash in front of it and you'll find, or just Google Grace Weber and you'll find everything. Yeah, and we'll, we'll post all of her links um, uh, when we post this. Yeah. Uh, Indie Creators, uh, thanks again everyone for downloading. Thanks everyone for listening. Of course, thanks to Grace Weber. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, her album is called The Refinery. It's available everywhere music Go is get it. available. Go get it. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Apple uh, Music, Tidal. We yeah. got to start including a lot of new things now. Oh, there's there's so much going on. We're not going to get so into the business much. aspect of this, but we are going to say go listen to Grace's record yes. by any means necessary. Thanks, guys. Grace, thank you so much. Thank you. And shout out to Indie Music. You guys are some of the coolest people in the music industry Ooh. that I know. And just so everyone knows, when I came here, they put two little like 
toy kitties right in front of the microphone. Or they're like really tiny because they know that I love cats and yeah. I have two cats. And we that's just like the ease. heart that they it have, is. you know? We so love I cats. just want every, I'm going to put a picture of it on Instagram. So just look oh, out for that. wonderful. <laughs> love it. All right. We're, we'll put some pictures on Instagram too. Uh, Grace, thanks again. Thanks guys. Grace Weber music everywhere on the internet. Go to the refinery and we'll see you next Bam, that was so much fun. Grace is the best. Guys, make sure you check out her album. We were talking about it on the show. It's called The Refinery. It's out now everywhere music is available. Make sure you check that out. Yep, Grace is going to be in the studio on tour. Check out Grace Weber Music everywhere on the web to find her and see when she is coming to a venue near you. Yeah, awesome. She, I know she's doing a date in New York City later this year, so please look out for tour dates in your cities. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, and check back soon for more indie creators. Thanks, everyone. Peace out. <laughs>